Hype marketing. Is it a thing that is really, really happening nowadays? Is everyone just pretending to be whatever they like to be and they can actually get away with it? Or is it something that I'm just really picking on as I have been for the last three going on four years? Today, we're going to dissect what is good marketing, what is bad marketing, what is hype marketing, but more importantly, what are some practices that are not only responsible, but they're sustainable for the individual who is just starting or for someone who has been doing it for a very, very long time. This is your Strategic Partner Podcast. Welcome to your Strategic Partner Podcast, where we give entrepreneurs the secrets, strategies, and processes to increase brand equity and max out revenue. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back to a brand new episode. Your boy Ali Madawi is back. And I can promise you for the very first time in a long time, we have taken the time uh, with our executive team, our VP of operations, Tima Harden, uh, my beautiful wife and president of Madawi Enterprise, Claudia Maritza Madawi. We, we've made some decisions to shake things a little bit and kind of take a deeper look on who we are as a brand and what we really stand for and what kind of content we wanted to deliver to you, the end listener. And we understood that our community, our audience, if you will, is usually the hopeful entrepreneur who A, has been handed uh, a, a bad hand or just tried everything and just got really close and fell a little bit short. In other words, we want to help you, the hopeful entrepreneur, have the results that you desire and we're going to do it through different platforms. And I can promise you there's a whole media channel that we are launching on a better uh, side of the first quarter of 2022. Uh, but I can promise you new shows. I can promise you uh, different faces and voices within the Medewi Enterprise brand. Uh, and it's all going to be available to you. There's a new app coming out very, very soon. And I share this with you because we want to make sure that not only we deliver value, but we want to do it in the most authentic, real way possible. And uh, just because you are the coolest and I believe that you deserve the best. So today I decided to deep, really, really, really uh, deep into um, hype marketing. And, and I know many of you are going to be like, why does he keep saying hype marketing? Well, I've, I've spent about 14 years in the business community and most of it has been in social media. And I've seen the evolution of social media, digital uh, uh, marketing, attraction marketing, and what it has become. And I'm, 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 I've seen a thing or two, if you will, of individuals who may not necessarily have the track record, the revenue, the income, uh, the credibility but they know how to camouflage, right? They, they just study the right people who say the right things. They repeat it really, really well. They don't even give credit if you really think about it to the originators of their thoughts and of their processes. And to me personally, that's an offense. See, if I took the time, months, and written a book and, and, and created information that I believe is not only valuable, but I'm really passionate about. And whether I'm selling that content or I'm just giving it away for value purposes, I still think that if you are using any of my content, you should probably give credit, right? Just, just common sense, but common sense isn't common practice, which leads to today's content, to today's topic. Let's talk about it. So if you think about the history of marketing, it, it's not a new concept. It's just a 
the, the, the delivery system has become a new concept, right? Like once upon a time, it was just flyers or, you know, it was just, just telemarketers. It was door knockers. And I say was, though they still are, I believe it's, it's a, a process of the past. I don't think that telemarketers or, or uh, mass mailers are for my generations, at least the most effective way of bringing the masses, unless you are an, a, a well-established company and, or you already have the credibility and the influence you already desire in order for you to um, close business with a piece of paper, right? Like I'm, I'm, I'm no Verizon. So if Verizon is sending a mailer versus Ali Medawi selling a, uh, sending a mailer, the brand equity that Verizon already carries is going to at least push you to take a look at their marketing piece, right? And fortunately, a lot of people have it backwards. And I've coached a better part of 50 plus thousand individuals and, and the very, very amateur for the very first time. And when I want to say amateur is not a disrespectful way of saying it. I mean, just the individual who's just starting in business, they automatically want to find how can I send mailers? How can I get an email out? Or how can I just get a video to go viral? And I usually ask, have you done this before? What kind of business have you generated? What kind of revenue per month have you generated? And the funny thing is I usually get like, oh, I've never done this before. I've never had any real results or whatever the case may be. And again, that's not a bad thing. That just means that you have not had the experience and that's why you don't know what you don't know. Now, let me tell you about my experience. Everything you could imagine I have done that worked or that did not work, but at the, the end of the day, it comes down to uh, what results have I created or what results has my organization created? So I believe wholeheartedly that social media and the digital space isn't going anywhere and it's probably the most powerful platform or platforms right now for us as individuals to be able to um, connect with the masses, to identify the right niche, to identify the right audience for us. And it comes down to either you are connecting to the right audience and speaking the right language and having real meaningful interactions, or you're just throwing a slice of cheese against the wall and hoping it sticks. I hope I said that that the right way. Me no English kicks in sometimes. Now, the reason I say this is because, man, it, it hurts me sometimes when, when I see people who are focused on likes, comments, shares, on clout, who are focused on the dopamine, the emotional high, instead of actually having true impact and creating results for themselves. For example, I can tell you of many individuals, they love the sound of their own voices and they claim that they have created results. There are people who would say, oh, I'm a best-selling author just because they've given away uh, 500 books for one penny to their downline. And for a minute, it took them to the top of the list on the Amazon bestseller and they screenshot that or they get their certificate and all of a sudden they're bestsellers. And, and is that the right thing to teach to everybody after you? Um, or should you do the responsible thing and actually develop value, real content that has merit? Because the best way to, or the best report card, if you will, to your content, whether it's good or not, isn't how many likes and what the virality level. I mean, we've seen so many people who go viral with stupid videos on TikTok and on IG Reels but do they actually capitalize on now on doing better 
things, more impactful things. We see some, and that's why they have a longer lifespan on social media. King Bash and the, the whole Vine community, right? Like Vine is no, it's not here anymore, but they all transitioned eventually to, to YouTube and to lives and to creating all these conglomerate. Many of them are actually actors in like blockbuster movies. Um, but there are others, again, who would just pretend and fake it for a short period of time for a moment. I see a lot of people who would much rather spend so much time creating an IG reel or creating a TikTok and having the right sequence on the right video instead of actually focusing on creating the goal, the content. I don't like, nor do I want to edit my own content, my own videos, my own audio. What I'm doing right now, the voice that is coming out of my mouth, what you're seeing in whatever platform you're seeing it, that's what I'm good at. And that's what I want to focus on all day, every day. Um, uh, building businesses, uh, interacting with people and having meaningful, impactful conversations. That's my gift. You can get somebody from Upwork or whatever platform, Fiverr, and they can edit stuff for you for $5. That's less than a cheeseburger, right? So, so why am I, again, bringing this to your attention? Because I don't want you to be misled. There are many people who would go on social media or whatever platform that they have three and a half followers following them. And they start telling you things like, oh, I'm going to show you how to beat the algorithms. And I'm going to show you how to get more likes. And I'm going to show you how to get virality. Heck, I get five to 10 times per hour somebody or DMing me about how they can get me 10,000 followers for $250 guaranteed real interactions. I've learned, oh my God, learned it all, right? And my IG is really, really old. I mean, since the birth of Instagram, I've been on Instagram and I'm not necessarily up there in terms of numbers, but my interactions are actually meaningful and real, right? It was a period of time where there was no real algorithms in Instagram when it just started and you know connected with the wrong crowds and whatnot. But the people that I connect with every single day, the virality that I create, however small it may be, it has a purpose behind it. And that's where I want to take this conversation to. Does your content that you are creating on social media have purpose, like meaningful purpose behind it? What is the impact? What is, what is the actual change that you are making in the marketplace? What value are you giving or are you just putting stuff out there because somebody upline or business guru that, that is charging you 53000 a year for, for no real result is telling you, you have to go and create content every single day. So, by the way, you do, but it's got to be meaningful. So some of the things that I like to focus on and I like to talk to individuals about is to create a brand identity and creating a brand identity simply helps you understand, okay, who do I help? How do I help them? What are the results that I create for them? And having the ability to authentically communicate that conversation. And fortunately, um, We've seen it many, many times over within our own organization where somebody would read Think and Grow Rich one time or Rich Dad, Poor Dad one time, and they literally create content, literally verbatim, reading the book. And again, nothing wrong with that. As long as you are giving credit to the author of the book and you're sharing with everybody, this is my journey and I'm growing with you. And ultimately you upgrade your game, but you can't just sit there. So there is the other side of the equation where there are people who don't even take the time to read or to create real results for themselves. They think if I just market myself really, really well, I can get some sucker to spend money on me. 
And that is when things become ugly in our industry, in our profession, whether it's network marketing, whether it's coaching, there's a lot of hype. There's a lot of BS. There's a lot of replayed songs that are stolen from other artists, essentially. And we hope that it's going to get us a gig just because we are a cover band, um, you know, without any real merit. Try to write your own book. Try to write your own stories. And give, 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 and watch how much more impact. Now, I promise you, it'll probably take a little bit longer than most to see the results that you would want, but it will give you the results that you would want. Or you can keep on faking it and hyping it up and screaming. Man, I get so ticked off about the individual who just screams. And they think just because I'm speaking loud and speaking really, really fast, the tonality of my voice is going to give me credibility. Again, I, I love you and I really want you to succeed, but I don't want you to fall into the trap of hype because hype eventually gets uh, exposed. Hype eventually is going to be showing your true colors and, 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 and the little bit of credibility that you were building in the eyes of the select few is going to be destroyed. So do not lie. Do not hype up. Do not exaggerate. Give credit when credit is due. Create real content. Take the time to educate yourself. Read, study, watch. Yes, look at all different people's content, but give credit when credit is due. When I quote someone, I give them the credit. And when I come up with my own stuff, I come up with my own stuff. And boy, I, I mean, I tell you, I'm on my 92nd book this year alone. I listen to audiobooks throughout the whole day. I could be typing or creating content or whatever. As long as I'm not speaking to another human, I have an audiobook in my ear and it is constantly playing, 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 playing. That's why I constantly have content and I'm ready to go, right? So, plus I've done it for 14 years in a row. So, so um, you know, it gets to a point where it becomes na second nature to you, it becomes part of you. So, please, if you've picked up anything out of this first part that I'm talking to you, don't lie, don't exaggerate. Give credit when credit is due. I'm going to take a quick break. And when I do come back, I will be sharing with you specific methodical ways that you can create content for a whole month in a matter of one hour. That's right. On a Sunday, you can create content. And I'm talking about pictures in here, specific imagery. I might even tell you a few other secrets that I've personally learned from individuals like Vanessa Lau, from individuals like John and Nadia Melton, from individuals like Ray Higdon or Bob Halleck, who have taught me over the last couple of years, five to six years specifically, how to develop the things that I've developed recently. So stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, Ali Midawi here, the author of The Lion Network Marketer. You may be one of the 47,000 people who have purchased the original book five years ago, but today we have recorded the audiobook version. But for every chapter from 2016's launch, we've added a new chapter from 2020. Pick up your copy today at no cost to you in winwithali.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. A new episode of your strategic partner podcast. I told you I'm going to be bringing the heat again. So let's talk about creating content. A lot of people get caught up in building their own picture imagery, their own Canva. And yes, you definitely want to make sure that at first, especially if you're bootstrapping, you know how to create valuable content and not just get stuck on this idea that I'm just putting a picture or taking a selfie and calling it content. You got to give the investment that your audience deserves if you want your audience to invest time back in you. It's like an ATM machine. Whatever you deposit, you're going to withdraw. So the more love that you are giving to your audience, the more love that they're going to give back. 
aka heart, right? So let's talk about how I create content. So one of the things that I would do is I would take one hour um, and I have, for example, my sister. Let's just say bootstrapping here, right? I'm going to give you the bootstrapping version. You ready? I'll call my sister and I say, hey, can we do uh, an actual photo shoot together? So I would bring four different tops, shirts, sweaters, dress shirts, whatever it is that you would want, right? And then four different props. A prop could be a book. It could be the phone. It could be a computer, whatever it may be. And then I will take seven different pictures with one top and different props in one side of the house. And then seven more with a different top with different props in a different side of the house. I might even go outside and take different pictures. I might even go to a Starbucks with a different top and take different pictures. So let's just say I got uh, four sets of seven images with different tops and different props. So by default, where am I at right now? I have 28 different pieces of content. Those 28 pieces of content, now of course you can do more, but I'm just giving you the bare minimum in here. Those 28 pieces represent four weeks, four weeks of seven days, AKA 28 days. And now I can have those images edited in an app like Canva. There's the free version or you can use the paid version. It's minimal, so I believe it's $13 a month. And you can have those pictures edited in the actual app in Canva itself. Now, I'll take it a step further. Once I have all the images done, saved in my phone, I would use an app called When To Post. I believe it's available in iOS. Look for an alternative for Android. So When To Post connects to your Instagram account and it looks at your algorithms and your, your insights. And based on your insights, it'll tell you when to post. So let's say I know when to post for the next seven days based on that application itself. And then I will go to another app called Later. Later is an application that allows you to pre-schedule your content. And when you do pre-schedule your content for Facebook or for Instagram, there's a free version and there's the paid version. You can pre-schedule it with the hashtags already in it, with the copy in it, in the specific time that went to post told you to post. So now not only I have enough content, at least one picture per day, not only I know when to post, but I just pre-scheduled it. So I don't spend the time during business hours or income producing activity hours, creating a piece of content, a picture, so I can get some engagements and some likes. Now that could take me one hour, call it two hours maximum on a Sunday. And I have content, enough content for a whole month and I can pre-schedule it. Now that it's something that I learned from Vanessa Lau. You can find her on YouTube. She's amazing with all these secret hacks and all these tricks and definitely made my life easier when I was bootstrapping until I started to develop a team around me, a team that actually takes my content and edits it for me and the blogs and the websites and even the content that you are seeing, whether it's on Instagram, hashtag your strategic partner or at official underscore Amidawi. Um, or wherever you may be watching or listening to this content included in our podcast, your strategic podcast, um, your strategic partner podcast, podcast that is, I'm stumbling on my own words. But anyway, so that was one of the hacks that you can do, right? Now, let's say you want to create um, a blog, right? So go to, ready for it? Uh, WordPress.com forward slash blog. It's 100% free. And it is very, very, very user-friendly. So if you are brand new to the digital space, you can go right now. And here is what I would advise you on doing. So you can transcribe a Facebook Live that you've done. 
or any content for that matter, unless you love to type, you love to write your thoughts on a piece of paper or type in it on a computer, definitely WordPress will be a good place for you. And you can embed images, you can embed uh, websites, you can embed content or other platforms that you have. So it's another platform for you. Me personally, I'd advise you to, at least if you're starting, do one every other week, if not once a week. And don't wait until the day off and start typing. Just start dumping your mind on a piece of paper or on, a, on, a, on your phone notes. Whenever you go, you have something that comes to your mind. Type it real quick and save it. So when it's time to put together that blog, you have a system. I'd even advise you on hiring a mentor, someone who is a professional when it comes to creating content or building businesses online. How you doing? We're here for you. But individuals that are going to give you the love that you deserve, that you desire in order to have the results that you would want. Someone who's already done it. See, I don't want to have to figure it out by myself. Some people think that the free version of me is going to get it done for me because I don't have to spend money, right? Like free is less. Well, let me help you out. So how much did you lose last month of money you could have been making? See, as a company, we're blessed to do seven figures per year. Very, very, very blessed. And, you know, we're a company of three individuals, um, you know, so everybody's eating very, very well. But what I will tell you is it's not about how much I'm saving, it's how much I'm not making. You could have been making $100,000 a year or even a month, but because you decided to do the free version, you're experimenting. And by experimenting by default, you are willing to take risks and lose it. Now, ain't nothing wrong with that. Trust me, I've done it. But just understand and mindset-wise, you have to adjust and adapt. You cannot expect to make $100,000 for free. There's always a price that needs to be paid. And it might not be financial price, but you may be doing free and putting 90 hours a week and jeopardizing and compromising your relationship while you could have been paying somebody 10 to $15 an hour and you have the time back in your life. For me, financial independence, financial freedom isn't just about money. Yes, money is important to do things and pay bills and help the community and build everybody around us. But I care more for time freedom. See, time freedom is what I want. I want money to come in while I am free. That's what time or financial freedom is. I want my bills to be paid for while I can live my life however I see fit. That's financial freedom for me. Don't get it twisted. Yes, I work hard. I work really, 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 really hard. But I want to work hard when I want to work hard. I don't want to be forced or having to compromise or miss out my son's soccer games or my family functions just because I have to make money. That's the whole point of being an entrepreneur. Otherwise, what the heck is the point of even being an entrepreneur? It just wouldn't make sense for me. So I hope this a little bit of piece of content creation gave you some golden nuggets. Let us know in the comments. Let us know wherever you are watching this from. What is the best takeaway that you got from this section that I just shared with you? We're going to take a little break. And then when I come back, I'm going to give you some final pieces that I think are fundamental in order for you to have the success that you want online or you will be forever broke. And I'm not talking just broken money. I'm talking broken time. I'm talking broken relationship. I'm talking broken fulfillment in every single area. That was me when I was pretending to be someone that I was not. We'll be right back. Hi. 
My name is Ali Madawi, and I have spoken over 500 conferences in three languages, including TEDx and many Fortune 100 companies, sold books in seven countries, and I focus on helping struggling entrepreneurs to leverage social media and a digital space to create brand equity and revenue. Visit me today at winwithali.com and let me show you how we can grow your financial bottom line and help you expand with momentum. All right. So welcome back. Your strategic partner podcast here, Ali Madawi. Why am I talking to you about doing marketing or digital marketing the right way instead of pretending to be someone else? See, many times we are pushed into what we don't know. And we follow influencers in social media, for example, who are perfect looking. I mean, look at Kylie Jenner and, and, and you know, so many people that we're following. They just look flawless every single day. What you don't understand is they have a whole team around them, a huge budget, a lot of editing that happens to make that image as perfect as it is. That's why they are influencers. They have to maintain a certain image, right, to sell a product or sell a service or whatever the sponsor is. The problem is we think that I'm either perfect looking or I'm not. And we tend to fall into that category of, I am not perfect, no matter how much I do. And that's where the mistakes start to happen. That's where we start spending money on buying fake followers. What's the danger of buying fake followers? Again, how you doing? I've tried that. Terrible, 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 because it backfires for two reasons. One of the things is you have to be maintaining that because they are fake followers. Instagram is continually removing all the fake followers. And this is all platforms, by the way, not just Instagram. And then you start seeing your account going backwards really fast. And you're like, uh oh, um, somebody's pulling my clothes out. So they're going to see all the dirt. I have to get some more. And then you're buying more and you're buying more and you're buying more. And it just gets like time and money consuming and it's frustrating, right? And it's not even like their real impact. This is just so you make yourself feel good. It's as if you care about people who don't care about how many followers you have, or you're trying to impress people who don't care about things that they don't really see. So I ask of you, I urge you, do not buy fake followers. I tried that. Um, it was just a terrible, terrible idea because I had a bunch of like, like teenagers or young kids, like trying to interact with me on a DM asking me how old I am and where am I from? And I'm like, what have I done? I attracted just the wrong people or the rest was just fake followers. Okay. The second piece is it is not healthy for you. You know, I was scrolling like everybody. And one of the filters of IG Real um, was how attractive are you? And then you hold your finger down and then it literally takes all the way to from one to 10. And the interesting thing is I did a face at first and he gave me a two and I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Then I really smiled and I gave my very best model face and he gave me a one and I felt horrible. I'm like, my God, my regular face is worse than my actual clumsy face. And then I tried it again and it gave me a 10. I was like, ah, all right, I got a 10. I am attractive. Then I started thinking to myself, how many people right now are feeling terrible about who they are just because of this one little tiny filter? How many people right now as we speak are depressed and sad and, and, and just, just killing their own mental fortitude just because they want to be made feel good? Just because a filter 
is making them feel good. There's a movie that I watch. Um, the the uh, I think it's called The Big Dilemma. Yeah, The Big Dilemma. It's on Netflix. Highly recommend for every single person to watch. It is scary that uh, social media is now steering us. You know, the the AI or the brain of the artificial intelligence of social media is 2,000 times more advanced than the human brain. Think about that for a second, and you'll see it in the movie, um, uh, The Big Dilemma. And it, it was it was fascinating to me to see how social media is adjusting the way we think. It isn't a place anymore just for us to share ideas and images and thoughts and way of what we do or value that we're given. It is more than that. It is literally driving behavior. That's why things are trending. You know, uh, TikTok, for example, had the, uh, what do you call it? The, 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 the Bugs Bunny challenge where girls would lay on their belly and then they have their hand or legs, whatever, on top of their, you know, head, like their ears. And then they just pull up their butt and it's just like their thongs hanging out. I know, crazy, right? Uh, you would think like there is some limitation. Social media wouldn't allow nudity. No, no, it, it was so uncomfortable that I personally don't create as much content in TikTok because it made me feel uncomfortable. I'm like, man, I don't want to see that TikTok. Um, so I share this with you just to make sure that you do the responsible thing. Yes, we all want virality. Yes, we all want to be made feel good. Even I, I love the idea of feeling important. I love being the center of attention. I'm a Leo. It's by within my nature. But beside the point, there is a sense of responsibility that you have to have as an individual, especially if you want entrepreneur to drive the right behavior. There are people who are following you and I right now as we speak, and they do what I do. They do what you do. And by default, if what you do is honorable, is the right thing, is what my mom would be proud of, they're going to actually do it as well. And I would much rather extend in a slower fashion my success, but make sure to sustain it for generations to come rather than fake it to make myself feel good for now and get exposed eventually. Because I promise you, you will get exposed. I promise you, you're going to get busted. You're going to be engaging and talking to the right person and they're going to figure out. That. And by the way, that right person could have made you a fortune as a collaboration or someone in your network. But all of a sudden, because you try to play like I know what I'm doing, they find out you don't know anything at all. And not only they are going to walk away from you, but they're probably going to tell a few people, hey, don't mess with that person. And I can tell you, I personally have done that before. Because here's the thing. If if I find out that you're lying, that you're hyping up, that you're not really about what you do, I don't want you to be anywhere near my network because I have a social responsibility to the people that invest time, energy, resources, and I do not take that lightly. See, money comes and goes, but your time, every second that you are dedicating to this, to this audio or this video right now as we speak, ain't coming back to you. So I'm literally taking something that is 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 impossible that you're going to get back so i owe you the best of my value but i also owe you the best of my authentic self i will call a bs or if i see one and i'll tell you about it straight up i'm gonna get the trolls really happy that i said that they're probably gonna go in the comments and start writing a whole lot of crazy things i love you anyways but I'm going to do my part because I want to go to sleep comfortable at nighttime. And I want to make my son and my daughter and my wife proud of me um, that I stood for something on this earth. So digital marketing is important. 
um, social media, attraction marketing is important. It is a must. It is not going anywhere. You will not survive in business without it. But to lie, to hype up and exaggerate, that is a dangerous game that you are playing. And I promise you, it will backfire so hard that you will probably never go back to business. And I know this for a fact. There was a gentleman that I worked with since 2012 and a gentleman that would always claim, oh, I, I've worked with over a million people. I've worked with over a million people. And he would always just look for a reason to say, I worked with over a million people. I've done this. I've done this. I've done that. But that's cute and all, right? Until he and I and another gentleman came together to create a network marketing company. This is early 2017. And the third gentleman was just like, oh, I'm, 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 you know, I'm Six Sigma certified. I'm, I'm this, I'm that, I'm the greatest at this, I'm the greatest at that. And I was naive enough to believe that these are good people, right? And especially the person that made the point of content and told me this is the time and we're going to take care of you um, was someone who I looked up to and claimed that they were the second coming in network marketing. So I invested everything I was, everything I had, and I went all in with them. Um, just for four or five months later, maybe it just all poof, shattered, gone away. Um, the CEO had some personal issues and just, just stopped talking to the whole company. And, uh, the gentleman who had a million people in his network, um, you know, other than me and like five other people never brought or enrolled anybody else. We ended up working together in a different project where I thought maybe this just wasn't something that's, that, that was a good fit for him. And I was the president of the company in the second project. He was the vice president of sales. He was reporting to me. And uh, he has not gotten one client in like seven or eight months. And he was getting paid every single month. And I was shocked. I mean, totally shocked. Why is this guy that I looked up to? And then we had an honest conversation. And he told me like, he's not that guy. Then I called his previous partners. And they told me like, oh, yeah, no, we... We put him in between some people in a previous company that we were in. Now, how do you think I felt? Deceived, to say the least. Frustrated. Angry. I said, never again will I ever do that again. And that was the end of his career. He's selling stones, literally. Stones right now as we speak in uh, main streets in some city in Florida. Like precious stones. Sad to say the least. So don't be a hype marketer. Hey, do us a favor. Give us some uh, love. Give us some stars. Give us some ratings. Show us some love. We're going to keep on creating so much more content for you. Make sure you visit me personally and winwithali.com. Let me know if I can be in any service to you. We love to give. We love to help. We love to assist. We love to mentor. Uh, and we do 90% of what we do is 100% complimentary. And if you are a hopeful entrepreneur who wants to start, grow, or scale a business, definitely holla at you, boy, because it is my area of specialty. I'd love to help you achieve your dreams as well. My name is Ali Madawi. This is your strategic partner podcast, and we'll be seeing you in the very soon episode. Have a blessed day, everybody.